welcome to the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode 9 of season 3, with me, Rob Linzel. And today we're going to start by looking at Genesis chapter 3, verse 11. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? Shame. It is shame that holds us back. It is shame that makes us cover up and hide. As Stephen Furtick of Elevation Church said, Now... It's more normal for us to hide, cover ourselves, compare ourselves. And again, as Stephen Furtick said, the first thing God says to Adam after he and Eve have eaten the fruit from the forbidden tree is, who told you that you were naked? Because the first thing Adam did afterwards was to believe the lie, and he felt ashamed and hid from God, God whom he had a relationship with. For shame can cripple us. Shame is what makes us hide. Shame is what weakens us and makes us question why we should even bother trying. But Christ died for my shame. My shame is washed away by the blood of Jesus. If we look at Romans chapter 10 verse 11 it says, For the scripture says, Everyone who believes in him, that's Jesus, will not be put to shame. For the scripture says, it's scriptural, it's the truth, it's undeniable. Christ died for my sin. 1 John chapter 1 verse 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and he cleanses us from all unrighteousness. If we confess our sins, if we are truly repentant, then the blood of Christ washes away our sin and shame. Shame is like a disease. It cripples us. It eats us up from the inside. But Christ died for my shame. Psalm 34 verses 4 to 5 says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from my fears. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. Christ died for my shame. Let's look together at Romans chapter 6, verse 10. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. Christ died once and for all to break the power of sin in our lives. But now he lives for the glory of God, for the glory of God. We have no shame before God. Christ died for our shame, for my shame. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That is the ESV translation. And the Passion translation says, So now the case is closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the Anointed One. There is no condemnation. There is no shame. God will never shame you. God loves you. John chapter 10 verse 10 says, A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance. More than you expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. Christ died 
my shame. God wants us to have abundant life, to overflow with joy in him. So why would he shame us? If shame causes us to feel bad and to hide, it's Satan who works in shame. He seeks to shame us, to stop us serving God. Satan whispers in our ear, like he did at the beginning with Eve, it's okay. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 says, We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honour beside God's throne. Christ died for my shame. He disregarded the shame of the cross, and through him we have a relationship with the Father. And a father does not condemn his children. As a father myself, I do not condemn my daughter. I do not want her to ever feel ashamed, and for that shame to stop her coming to me. I love her, unconditionally. She does not need to feel ashamed, because I would never shame her. And so it is with God, for he is our Father. So let's look together at Romans chapter 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Now there was a song many years back by Delirious called I'm Not Ashamed that was based in this very verse. In fact, it was written by Martin Smith back in 1995 under Curious Music. And it takes me right back to my late teens when a group of us used to travel to Little Hampton to an event called Cutting Edge. And Delirious back then were just called the Cutting Edge Band. And we would go every month and worship with the guys. And it was fantastic. And I'm really pleased that they went on to bigger and better things. And we always used to stop the group of us on the way back from the cutting edge event at the McDonald's. And it was always close to locking up time. And the first couple of times they would ask us, wow, you know, you're pushing it, can you make it quick? You know, politely. Uh, but eventually they got to realize we were going every month and they started just locking us in with them and saying, that's fine, you, you eat and uh, relax and we'll clear up around you and when we're ready to go, we'll boot you out. But it did afford the opportunity because we were asked one month why we were always there at that kind of time every month. And of course we were able to explain about going to this event, this Christian event, and, um, you know, it was a time when we were starting out and I was starting out as a Christian. I was a young Christian and I wasn't ashamed of the gospel. I wasn't ashamed to share it. And the chorus of this particular song says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the one I love. But the opening lyrics actually ring a truer note with me these days than they did back then. Because the lyrics went... There was a time as a little boy when I said I'd follow you, but the years have caused the flame to burn much stronger now. And the reason I think that this 
resonates with me so much more these days is that over the years I really have um, grown stronger it has caused the flame to burn stronger within me you know I was young and I was enthusiastic back in the days of the cutting edge event and I didn't really have much fear of sharing my faith you know and as I got a little bit older I grew a bit more ashamed and I didn't think I was worthy and I held back but Christ died for my shame and I'm not afraid of the gospel I do not feel shame before God because Christ has set me free so like God said to Adam who told you that you were naked don't believe Satan's lies but rather live in the truth that Christ died for your shame Christ died for my shame and I'm gonna leave it there I'm gonna round off today's show but of course I'm gonna leave you with a challenge and today's challenge is simply this don't hide from God because of shame lay your shame at the cross and be free let us pray father god i just want to thank you that you have caused the flame to burn much brighter that over the years you have helped me to grow and strengthen my faith i thank you that you have brought me back from the brink that you have brought me back from the darkness and brought me back into your family and father god Above all, I thank you that Christ died for my shame, that Christ died for our shame. Father God, I just pray for myself and for my brothers and sisters that we would know in our hearts that we need not fear any shame because Christ died for our shame. Let us not forget the sacrifice let us not be afraid to come to you because of shame. If we've done something wrong, if there's something in our lives that we are feeling ashamed of, help us to lay that burden at the foot of the cross and walk away in freedom because that is the way you want us to live. And I lift these prayers to you in the name of Jesus. Amen.